What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 53 of the Size Up by National Fire Radio, because what you do off the job does matter. And I do have a little bit of housekeeping to uh, to handle real quickly. If you are a avid like weekly listener, I messed up last week's episode and I called it episode 51 when it was really supposed to be episode 52. And I didn't even go back and check that when I'm saying this. I just know I did it. I just know I screwed that up when I recorded that one earlier today. So, you know, this is really episode 53. Nothing. I don't think anyone's counting. Like maybe I'm the only person counting. I don't even know why I count. I don't even know what the point of it is anymore, but whatever, we're counting. So I'm really excited for episode 53 here because, you know, in my life, if you follow me on social media, um, I'm, I'm definitely known for my Mohawk. I mean, it's on the the logo of the size up and that's what I've had. And And that wasn't the mohawk wasn't anything like, oh, social media, I need something to make me known. It's just the hairstyle that I kind of <laughs> developed or ran. I didn't wait. Well, sorry, I didn't develop a mohawk. That's long, long punk rock music before me. But for me, it just became a thing to have a mohawk. Um, but I digress. Uh, occasionally, you'll see on social media, I grow a mustache in, not just in November. Now it kind of rotates through the year. Um, it makes my two young sons love me even more as a father, especially my older son, his friends, like no joke. And uh, it's hysterical. Like he'll be in a lacrosse game and a kid from another team will kind of be by the sidelines and be like, awesome mustache, man. Um, which it's just hysterical to me. Like, I'm like, buddy, concentrate on your game. Thank you. But please pay attention to the game, not my face. Um, but through having a mustache, I got to meet my guest today, Brett Tompkins from the original at the original mustache club. What's up, my brother? How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. And he is a keeper. If you're not watching on YouTube, uh, a keeper of an epic mustache. H how long has that been going on for you? Uh, well, I've grown it off and on for a lot of years. And then uh, when I started original mustache club back in uh, the end of 2020, that's when I started keeping it for year round. Well, you really can't lose it. Like on four, like if I had like a, like a, a Mohawk club, Facebook page, or is, I couldn't lose the Mohawk. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm stuck with it. The family stuck with it. So they've all, they've all accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife has not accepted it yet. So maybe if I started a page, it would just be another argument for us to do that. But it, it's interesting. Cause just, we were talking about it the other day. I think it came up that I was interviewing you. Um, actually it did. It came up that I was interviewing you, but how that kind of happened was, uh, in a few episodes, I'm interviewing someone else with a, a, it's a pretty epic mustache. And my older son saw it and he was like, dad, you need to grow one like that. And I'm like, bro, dad is not there yet. And right. then my wife was like, you're never growing one again. And we go round and round. Cause that's what you do with your spouse, right? You go round and round these things. And she's like, it's not like you've always had it. Like, it's not like the Mohawk that you just seem to like, I don't really remember. Like, it's like, I know we met, you didn't have a Mohawk, but I just remember you with it. And I'm like, hun, but that was because I couldn't grow a mustache when we met. Like I couldn't grow this epicness like I can do now. And she still doesn't. Right. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, that's, I always enjoy it when you get that mustache out. <laughs> I almost don't recognize you right now. <laughs> that's what that's what a few folks say too like it was funny i uh, the, this re most recent shave the most recent shave of the mustache i like walked into work and no one said anything and then like two hours later somebody's like what's wrong with your face bro like, right. <laughs> like yeah i've had that before too 
we've got new new guys show up and i had a mustache because it was november or october maybe and and then i shave it and they're like wait what's going on you know i thought i just thought you were a mustache guy which now i am but back then it was it was a seasonal thing it's an interesting thing like and i never really even thought about it like when we were younger at least i felt like you know there were guys with mustaches and guys that weren't like and I feel like maybe mustache grooming, let's call it, when we talk about this lifestyle was a thing. But is it more of a thing now? Like you're you're basically one of the experts out there on it. So so give us some some tips here on it. Yeah, I don't know. My my theory is 2020 saw a lot of a lot of guys starting to grow their facial hair out, and uh, wow. that's kind of when I popped in. And and I always say that uh, by the time I showed up, it was it was going strong, and it's almost like I just kind of named something that was already there and uh guys liked it and it just kind of took off but i think it was uh i think 2020 was a big part of it the the current boom of mustaches well you could hide your mustache too like if it would take like i remember when i first i used to try to grow a mustache in november like november way back in the day and it was horrible like (laughs) there was just i was trying like i may as well have been like like sitting on the bowl like trying to push out mustache hair facial hair at that point um so in 2020 if you were wearing a mask everywhere no one got to see that stage they just got to see the months later of oh look at that mustache right yeah you didn't you didn't have everybody witnessing the the awkward phase that you went through that awkward phase i mean it week exists i think it exists for everyone probably from two to week for me now i think it's like week two to week four probably is where it kind of is weird and right but also too when I've now grown it, I can't tell you how many times it's been on or off, but it, it feels more natural now as it's happening. So I, I don't even notice the awkward stage as much. Right. That's good. I mean, it's a bonus for me and I guess for those around me. But so, right. <laughs> so of course, we're coming back to mustaches and, and male grooming at some point. But let's hear some stuff about you to just t- kind of talk about the person behind the page, because the page really isn't you. It's mostly other people's mustaches. I mean, you appear right. occasionally, but you don't even make it like, hey, this is me. You're just right. about who you see every couple of posts, every like 20 posts or so. Yeah, it's really about celebrating mustaches and and uh, getting them out there for the world to see and, and just, you know, OMC for life. So. <laughs> I'm just, I just uh, pissing off my wife. You could just say it. it's okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I piss off a lot of wives. <laughs> it's funny though because my wife was actually she's like, I really like mustaches. I just don't like it on your face. I'm like, oh, how rough is that? I'm <laughs> yeah, like, you're like, you're looking at other dudes with mustaches. I'm like, oh, check him out. And then when your husband grows one, you're like, nap, I'm out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so a little bit more before we, again, we're going to talk about mustaches, but a little bit more about you and your background here. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, started my fire career in the air force. So I did four years in the air force active duty. And then, uh, and I got out, I was out for a couple of years, got my current job as a, a contractor here in Nevada. And, uh, then I actually, after nine 11, went back into the air force for a year and did fire got out and then I've been where I'm at ever since. So I've been uh, in my current department since 2000 minus the year that I was back in the Air Force. Was that kind of the plan? Like when you were at the age, like, hey, I'm going to join the Air Force was like, I'm going to join the Air Force and be a firefighter. Or did you want to be something else? And it just kind of went down that path? No, that was that was the plan. I kind of lucked out because I went in without a guaranteed job. 
and uh you know i'd uh in high school you know i'd, I'd started out real high you know i wanted to be a doctor so i was in an anatomy class and i really liked it so i started out wanting to be a doctor and then the closer i got to graduation i i lowered the bar you know i said well maybe you know maybe nursing so i actually got a scholarship for nursing and and then i thought oh maybe you know maybe i could be a paramedic and and that you know that'll be fulfilling that that need and then uh and then i lowered down from there and ended up with oh a fireman or paramedic and so that's kind of how i landed there but there was a few other things that got me going in that direction but the the medical was what really sparked it in the beginning and you know i never i even went lower than paramedic you know i'm just an emt but uh it's crazy it's because you're saying, in the fireman spot. You're still saying you're lowering the bar, but it's still the best job in the world. So of all the ones you could get, because how many people are firefighters and nurses, you know what I mean? Like they're a firefighter right. and on the side, they, they do nursing. I mean, that was, <laughs> to be honest, that was my plan. Um, not my plan originally, but part of my plan with my wife was that I was, I became a paramedic so that I could springboard paramedic to nurse and then work as an RN when I retired um, she would do travel physician assistant. I would do travel nursing. And we, that was our plan. Um, sure. it just didn't work out that way. <laughs> I right. got the paramedic spot and then life took me in a different direction, let's say. Yeah. But those were never steps down. You know, I think everybody at one point wants to be a doctor and then you're kind of like, mm, this might not be for me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I started looking at the, all the work that goes into that. I'm like, yeah, what, what could I do that's similar, but not as much work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely one of those things that like, it seems like a great idea at one point in your life. And then you look at it and even so with my wife being a PA, we obviously know a lot of doctors. And so many of them are like, I should have just been a PA instead of a doctor. Right. Um, <laughs> just because of that length of time you give of your life, you know, to, to get the title of a doctor of MD versus some other aspects of medicine, let's say. Right. Yeah, it is a big commitment. So it's you. I mean, yeah, hey, all the people out there, kids, be a doctor. Be a doctor, kids. Don't listen to us. Be a doctor. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we need doctors. <laughs> we need less guys who just want to have fun and play video games and get hot every once in a while <laughs> and ride on the back. But but the medical end of it too, you know, that's what got me sort of. I mean, my father was a firefighter, but I started as an EMT, um, and I still like the medical end of it. Granted. I'm a, a truck captain now and we do the least amount of medical in my department, but I, I've done my right. years on the bus and did my years as a paramedic. And that medicine end of it is, it, it keeps your brain stimulated. I feel like uh, as opposed right. to some of the other things you could do out there. Yeah. Yeah, it sure does. So we, uh, for a lot of years, we were it, advanced DMT was our highest level. And then uh, just over the last few years, we've started hiring paramedics. And uh, so that's, it's been a game changer for us. It's just, it's helpful having those guys around and they can do a little bit more than we can. And so it's been nice, uh, nice working with them and having that available. Yeah. I mean, advanced EMT, we don't have that in New Jersey. It's, we, we just have EMT, you know, we're the most okay. basic of EMTB you could be. Um, and again, our population, you know, New Jersey and our, our distance to a hospital is very different than say Nevada, where you are, where maybe right. we don't need advanced EMTs because we have paramedics, but I feel like those stepping stones are something that on the EMS side of the curtain is totally missing here in New Jersey. Like you're either an EMT or a paramedic 
And then there's right. some supervisors, you know, you don't nothing have, in the middle. Yeah, exactly. That middle management type spot almost. Oh, did I lose you? Yeah, I got my, uh, my sound. I can barely hear. I don't know what happened. Oh, I don't know. How's that better? Any better? Nothing. Yeah, it's something on my phone, I think. I don't know. Ooh, that can't be good. Better now or better now? now or now? Yeah, there it is. Oh, okay. I oh. got a little feedback though now. So hold on, wait. Nope, now we're good. Everything is good. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, good. Now we're back in. Technology is just not a friend of anyone in, in this world. I've actually learned, and I've said this now in the past too, that like serious podcasts that do things virtually, they just send their guests like a whole setup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey, here's a computer and here's the mic and here's this, oh, wow. this is okay. how you plug it in. And then they don't have, that's why they don't have problems and they have really good editing probably too. Right. <laughs> uh, but unlike us here, we're, we, we just have those problems. Yeah. But, but that <clears throat> like middle management part, that's something that I kind of even like about the fire service, like you're a probie or a rookie. And then you kind of go into that firefighter role um, and then depending where you are, you kind of have the acting position that you can, or your driver, your engineer position too. You have this room for advancement and you choose kind of your, how you want to advance, I think. Right. And when you have that kind of missing, it, it takes away some of the drive to want to do better. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That's, it's one of the challenges in my department because there's so few uh, officer spots and there's so many people that want them. And, and once they get filled, because they're pretty uh, coveted that guys tend to stay in those positions for a long time. So that uh, sometimes is a detriment because there's no openings for people. And so sometimes we'll lose people because they want to go somewhere else where they can move up. Yeah. And just move in and do something different and, and grow, you know, and it's funny because we started this kind of thing about mustaches and that awkward stage. And it's almost like that's that stage where it's that awkward stage. What do I want to do? You know, do I want to promote to be an officer? Do I want to promote to be a driver? Do I want to, and I'll say just be a driver, but the, that is the most important position in the world. And in my world, at least as a captain, like my driver, whether it was the engine or the truck, that's your, your go-to for everything. Right. Yeah. So we, we have uh, our firefighters or drivers also. So we got kind of a combined position there. And then we have lieutenants and then one captain over the lieutenants. And the so it's, I'm a captain and in the Air Force, it's kind of like a station chief. So it's it's we don't run emergencies, but we run all the people. So it's somewhat bat chief work, uh, just not on the emergencies. So I could get to be hectic sometimes because I've I've learned in my recent stint as the acting deputy that sometimes running the people is a lot more complicated than running the incident. Oh, yeah, that's the that's <laughs> the biggest challenge. <laughs> they don't tell you about that part. No one out there, like no one's making cool social media posts about like be a firefighter. You may have to deal with 20 people at a time. Yeah, <laughs> <all right. laughs> Yeah, and then you study the the literature on on leadership and things like that, and everything sounds so easy <laughs> until you apply it, and it's it, you know it's not so black and white in real life. You know, like like leaving the door open for a meeting is just not the easiest thing in the world. You can't do that. Right. You know, the book tells you that's what you're supposed to do, right? Or <laughs> yeah, they they give you these uh, these imaginary scenarios that are supposed to prepare you for like nothing close to what the real scenario looks like. Right. Yeah, it's so easy. 
that's why I say leadership's an art. You know, that's why I think it is an art. There's no, you know, there, there's science to it, but the art is just figuring it out and figuring out different people. And some things work for some people and some things work for others. And Yeah. And like that art, it, it's adaptability and change. If you ask me, like you have to be adaptable because if you go yes. into something so strict when it comes to leadership and people, it's just not going to flow. And right. once they start revolting, it's even worse. So, right. Yeah. And there's just, uh, you know, I've, I've noticed recently just different groups of people. You know, I was in uh, the first station when I got promoted. And so I was with a group of guys that I've been with for years. And now I, I changed to a different station where there's a lot of newer, newer people and, and uh, the dynamics just completely different. And so sometimes the way you do things with one group is completely different with how you work with the other group. Yeah, and you're the new guy, and boss or not, you're adapting to them. They're not switching right. for you. That's true, right? <laughs> Especially not on day one at all, or like day no. nine, probably. No, we all hate those guys that come in. You know, we have a running joke because we had a, a guy promote to captain, and he walks in, and his first day he says, there's a new sheriff in town. That was 20 <laughs> years ago, and we're still we're still joking about it now. You, you've clearly never heard the term like the inmates run the asylum around here. But yeah, right. <laughs> exactly what happens. And, you know, we'll prove that to you. Yeah, I can I can totally prove that to you. Yeah, that adaptability is kind of with everything I feel like in life, though, too, where like, especially in. And again, it's really cliche and I say it a lot, like today's society, but even society, everything you have to adapt to what's new and what's around you, no matter where you are or what it is you're doing in life. Yeah, absolutely. That's been one of the, you know, it's, it's a big challenge just adapting to, to different people and, and uh, just figuring out, you know, what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And when it doesn't work, if it was something that was your idea, you have to be like, well, I tried this way and it didn't work. Let me figure something else out. Or right. even better than that line is, Hey guys, what do you think about this and how can we make it better together? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's always good. Sometimes the challenge there, though, too, getting into the art of it is you give them uh, input and then they start thinking it's their decision or, you know, they get upset. You got you got five different ideas coming at you and only one of them is going to be happy and the other four are going to be like, well, why do you even ask me? Because you didn't even listen to me. But you still listen to one of the people. That's the whole like, you know, you sprinkle it. You always start it with a good positive and then you end it with a good positive in the talk. Yeah, right. The sandwich. <laughs> yeah, right right in there. Like the leadership book tells you. It was funny. We had a, a little thing come up uh, when I was the acting uh, deputy and <laughs> through the conversation. And these are all guys that I've worked with for years that now, and I'm kind of the boss, let's say the, the substitute teacher is what we always call it when a captain is on the car. Um, right. And we talked about that sandwich and I'm like, all right, guys, great. Good job. And then one dude's like, bro, that was not the happy ending I was hoping for. Like, he's like, you totally had it perfect, but that great guy's good job. He's like, I need something more than that. And I'm like, yeah, right. you look really good today. Like, is that what we're looking for here? Like somebody give me one to, I need, I need a little help here, guys. Give me, give me yeah. the to run out of here on. And they love that part. Right. That's, a, that's funny. Like, but that's it. You want to have that type of like open communication. I feel like. And on social media, you know, you have kind of a closed communication. Like you make a post celebrating someone's mustache. I'm sure there's positive and negative comments that flow back, right? Right. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a lot of negative comments. So I don't think I've gotten big enough to get that kind of 
attention. Good for you, man. You know? Good for you. Yeah, most of it's guys, you know, cheering each other on and pepping each other up. So that's been good. Which is a great subculture of just life in general, right? Because you have a group of people who have this common thing. And I'm sure everyone has someone in their life that is like, you do not need that thing on your face. So to be able to have a good positive outlet for it is a win. Yeah, that's where I come in, you know, with the encouragement. <laughs> you growing. Do, do you get like the, oh my God, everyone hates me, like private messages of like, how do I keep doing this? Or like, how do I get to achieve your mustache? Oh, messages? I've, yeah, I've had the messages, you know, people are like, oh, my wife hates it, you know, and I, I probably don't help because I always tell them like, oh, wives use reverse psychology. They really like it. They're just trying to get you to rebel and keep it because that's what they really want. So, <laughs> I may have been the cause of one, more than one fight at home. Probably, but it's worth a try, right? That's a good, like, you know, if you're going to, when people message me for fitness advice, I always try to give them like the same starting line, no matter who they are. Cause you don't know who anyone is that's messaging you. That's a good right. starting line. And then see if they come back. And if they do, then maybe you can, you can keep them going. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely a more, it's a complicated thing though, because, you know, you're dealing with like men's grooming, let's say, right. And it's not necessarily the most masculine of topics, I guess, or maybe today it is like, where, where do you weigh in on that one? Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's been, uh, it's pretty masculine. They, like a lot of the, I don't do a whole lot of grooming type uh, content. But uh, the guys that do, you know, it's it's shaving and shaving cream. And so, you know, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of people looking for that type of content, too, because a lot of guys don't know, like, what what types of products to use and what what razors or, you know, any of that type of stuff. So it's actually the videos that are out there. They're pretty well sought out. Yeah, the wax thing is crazy. Like I, I did it with an episode with with Griff and he like walked me through waxing my mustache and I'm like, I've been doing it wrong the entire time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like, I, learned, I learned by watching uh, Bob, Bob and Elliot. I'm sure okay. you've seen him. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so he's been huge in, in just teaching and passing on how to how to use wax and how to shave and, all, you know, any, anything men's grooving. But uh, yeah, I had, I'd never used wax until I started this, you know, one day uh, a wax maker hit me up and he wanted to send me some wax. And I was like, all right. So just so you know, I've, I've never used this stuff. So you don't know what you expect, like, you know, for me to give some, some big reviews or anything. And I warned him that I don't, I don't know what I'm doing with this, but kind of learn over time and you watch different people and kind of figure it out. So it, that's like a lost art. And I'm not talking about mustache grooming. I'm, I'm talking about honesty, right? Because right. You, right, so you, you see folks on social media and again, we can be whoever we want to be on social media. Right. It's like, I, I don't even know. People are like, you're so genuine. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's just me. Right. <laughs> but so you have someone, you know, you have a mustache page and a mustache wax makers. Like I want to send you some wax. You could have literally been like, cool, bro. I'll take it. But instead, right. like, let me be human and honest with this guy, right? And I'm sure he appreciated that so much, or she, whoever it was. Right, yeah, I've always tried to remain authentic. You know, I don't, I don't like misleading people or, you know, not being honest. So I try to be straightforward with wherever I'm at. 
it's crazy that though, like we applaud that in society. Like I, I applaud that when I see people that are like, I try to only follow people like that. The second, like right. being from New Jersey, I tend to be a really good bullshitter. And that also makes me be able to see through your bullshit too. Right. That yeah. authenticness of like, dude, just be honest, man. Show me the bad days. Show me the good days. Like there's bad mustache days out there. Right. Yeah, most of the time, because I'm not, there's a lot of guys with these super perfect broom mustaches and they're just on point, you know, and me, I'm more of a kind of a natural. So most of the time, my mustache is just not waxed and it's just kind of going crazy and my wife's complaining about it. But, you know, every once in a while, I'll try to throw in some wax. So I'm still not as good as a lot of these guys out there. I'm not competition ready or anything like that. Yeah, well, just, that my son is like, you're going to enter a mustache competition. I'm like, Finn, do you see these men? Like there is no, right. yes. it's intimidating. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm totally good with my little, like, I'm happy when I go up to a bar and the bartender's like, that's a cool mustache, bro. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is a good conversation starter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, the Mohawk too is a, is a, so that was a complaint that my wife had. She's not going to listen to this episode. So I can pretty much talk about her. I would say as much oh. as I, I, I can almost a hundred percent say she's going to be like, no, not listening to you talk about mustaches with someone. Right. She was just re in our recent mustache battle. The most recent, she's like, you already got the Mohawk. You got a conversation starter. You don't need the mustache to have a double conversation starter. Like, what yeah, right. do you need? I'm like, I don't know, like a nose ring. Can I get a nose ring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet your department would love that. Yeah. It probably wouldn't work with the nose ring for my department. <laughs> I'm not getting, I'm not director. I'm not getting a nose ring. It's not in my, maybe when I retire, I could throw one. I could see an eyebrow ring for me. Like I could definitely feel like a, some kind of thing in there, but that'll be a retirement gig. Retirement is going to be full beard, bro. There's no, I want a full beard so bad. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. I'm not sure. I think I'll do the same thing. I don't know how well it'll grow out. Never, never been able to grow a very good beard. So I couldn't, again, the same as with my mustache, but, uh, we have to do in the summer, we do our vacations, we back them up. So you get two days off. Um, so you have a longer time off. And I don't know if it was, I think it was last summer, I ended up using four all back together. And I tend to not shave when I'm on vacation, because it's just something I hate doing anyway. And it came in really well. I'm like, dude, I could do this. I could have this cool beard. Nice. <laughs> that'd be cool and tracy actually likes it which is the weird part she's like i go for the beard and everything she's like it's just right. a single mustache i can't i can't deal with yeah i've heard that argument before too right that the, the mustache is creepy but the beard is sexy <laughs> we gotta flip that around yeah somehow we gotta because again we're not allowed to have beards in the virus right. in most right. departments i should say um it is probably yeah, departments that do have beards which I don't know how they pull that off, but yeah, they pull it off. It's an interesting uh, development, let's say. But again, it, to me, I don't think I would want to have one because I feel like my mask is uncomfortable enough when I have to wear it now. So why would I want to have anything there? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like around, I'm not even being like, oh, the seal is like, I just feel like it would be even more uncomfortable than this thing sucked to my face. It's this thing right. sucked to my face with facial hair in between it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I can wait. Yeah, I can wait. I got five more years. I can wait. It's going to happen, though. It is for sure going to happen at retirement. Yeah. The retirement beard is coming. It's the, the obligatory retired firefighter beard. <laughs> it's like the vacation beard. How do you tell a fireman on vacation? He's got facial hair type thing. Yeah. Like, it's literally when people ask me, 
Like, what's the worst part of your job? And my answer is shaving. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and especially too, like uh, beards are pretty popular. Again, good conversation starter, you know, like, dude, that's a killer beard you have there. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of them, but then still when you're out and about, there's not, there's not so many, they're yeah. still kind of not too common. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> Can't believe I'm just talking about mustaches this whole time, but my <laughs> on Netflix, they just recently had a, uh, um, a season of top chef. It's like one of my wife and I's favorite shows. And they went back to like, I don't know, 2012. And there was this chef on there, Joe with a mustache and he was mustache Joe. Cause there was another Joe. And I okay. felt like every episode, someone was like, that's an epic mustache. Like that's an epic mustache. And he's like, thank you. And he's like, Oh, your food is good too. But the first thing was always that conversation starter of the mustache. Right. Yeah. It's funny. I get compliments when I'm out and it's all like one side's good. One side's all like crazy. And they're, oh, I like your mustache. And I'm thinking in my head, like, what's wrong with you? you know? I'm, just, I'm not even put together today. I just but I guess it's still so different, you know, different than what you see with everybody. It's not as common, so. Yeah, it's definitely, um, and more than the mohawk. I definitely get more compliments on, a, on the mustache than I have ever on the mohawk type thing. I think the yeah. mohawk is just noticeable. And people right. are like, whoa, that guy's weird. Where like, at least the mustache is like, a, it's a more common thing that people have. And they're like, oh, that's yeah. really cool, man. Right. I feel more comfortable commenting on facial hair than, than in your head. Talking yeah. to the stranger on the street. And especially right. in New Jersey, because we, in New Jersey, we are very much a like uh, head down, I'm getting to where I got to go, F you type of society. Right. Um, so when you get like someone stopping you on the street or like rolling down the window to yell at you or something like that for it, or, you know, one of those things, it, it's a big deal in Jersey. I feel like. You're right. <laughs> a little bit of positivity. Yeah. We get so yes. Oh, see, I can use that for my wife. It's New Jersey positivity that so many people compliment. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I am trying to make New Jersey more positive one person at a time by having a mustache. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So now your wife's going to be upset with me too. I'll just add yeah, it yeah. to the list. You're in the list, bro. You're totally in the list now. Like, <laughs> listen, if she's mad at me, she may as well be mad at you, right? There's yeah, no I'm going to start getting some hate messages. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny though, because again, like, I don't really know why I grow it in sometimes. I'm just like, ah, I'm going to have the mustache again and see what happens. And right. it's fun. And then I shave it off, you know? Right. Yeah. I always, for, I always did the Stashtober and Movember, and then I'd try to see how many guys at work I could get to do it. And you know, it was always a goal to get a, a picture with as many guys as I could that had stashes. So some years have had a lot, some years not so many. But now that it's full time, you know, guys will every once in a while they'll just grow one and then it'll go away. And I always, you know, shed a little <laughs> tear and you know. <laughs> that's what i think this the past this most recent time i shaved it in november and all the guys that were growing one were like dude you were like my rock and i'm like ah, i just i've had it for two months now sorry i started to right? <laughs> yeah i remember my wife used to complain about it the whole t the whole month and then i would shave it and then she'd say why why did you do that <laughs> i guess apparently i got to the phase where she was okay with it and then i would always shave it but yeah, now it's there to, there to stay. Some someday I'll get that face. Maybe, maybe someday we'll get that. But 
Tracy, if you're listening, I do love you. Everyone out there, I do love my wife. <laughs> Go and listen to her and I's episode on the podcast. Listen to me and Finn. We talk about all that love. This is, is it's just some fun. Right. Like it's kind yeah, of- I, I, I can tell that just from your Instagram page, you know, your, your family seems real close knit and you guys are always doing fun things together. It's cool to watch, you know, that's one of those inspiring things that like, I want to be like that family. Thanks, man. We try. We we definitely, uh, you know, maybe I, I I put the highlight moments on the Instagram <laughs> reel. Oh, yeah, of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's one of those things too, where like, listen, we're just out here trying to have a good time. You know, it's just like this, what I told you before, like, it's just a conversation between the two of us, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. that's where you hope other people get inspired, you know, like on this episode, right up to this point, I'm like, God, I hope somebody's laughing at us. If not, they've all tuned it out. Like this guy's right. right. <laughs> yeah. The mustaches. I'm out. Yeah. I'm totally out. I don't want to listen to guys talk about mustaches. <laughs> but I think that's one of the fun things too in life and, and trying to inspire people is, you know, I get inspired by people who make me laugh. You know what I mean? By by show that side of their life that, hey, I want to try that. You know, like our right. Iceland trip was, that was our amazing adventure. And I'm always happy to talk about it with people because you should do it. Like take the trip, save the money, take right. the trip. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, travel. That's that's one thing that uh, I wish we would have done more of. You know, looking back, because we've got older kids, and then we've got one uh, younger. She's nine, so we're trying to. Yeah, we're still, I have to ask how much younger than you're. Like, uh, see, we have uh, twenty three, almost twenty four. We got a, so one's almost twenty one, and then we got an eighteen year old, and then the little one is nine. So okay, it's so a nine year nine year gap there. Yeah. So it's a her, hers, mine and ours type scenario. So we, gotcha. we got married and had one of our own. And so she's our baby. Gotcha. But uh, we did a lot of trips with the, we call them the bigs, but we didn't have a whole lot of money back then too. So it wasn't probably as much traveling as we would like to do. So now we try to do a little bit more with, with the little one and try to savor that time. Cause we know how fast it can go by. I too was a, a, a later in life born child. My, my sister's okay. 17 years older than me. My brother is 14 wow. years older than me. Um, and then I appeared, let's say, you know, they, they, call right. you, they call you a miracle, but you really aren't and find out you're an accident when you're old. <laughs> uh, just an oops baby is what I was. But, um, you know, my parents the same way where like with my older siblings, they were younger and didn't have as much money and didn't do as many things where like me, right. the baby, I went to Disneyland and I went to, right. and I went to California. Yeah. <laughs> my brother and sister are like, we went to the Jersey shore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got those little comments like, oh, it must be nice, you know, but that's just the, the passage of time and how it works out. That's it, man. My sibling, you could tell your kids, my siblings are in their 60s. My sister's in her 60s and she still picks up me about stuff like that. From oh, yeah. so You're allowed <laughs> to do it forever, like however it works, you know? Right. Yeah, it's been cool though. Like she's the baby and when the, when she was born, you know, they were a lot younger and they were all excited and except for my son, he wanted a brother, but since... <laughs> Doesn't work since that way, buddy. <laughs> yeah, since then he's been a super awesome big brother and he loves her to death and so she's just the baby to everybody and so... She's probably one of the most spoiled people I know. <laughs> I have no idea how that works. I have no, no clue. Yeah, I bet. I nothing. <laughs> I got nothing to say about that, man. Right? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, it's one of those things. Like, I don't even think they knew they were spoiling me at the time. Um, like, I just think it was so different. You know, like, it's, it's so different for you in the point you're in 
in your life now with, with your younger daughter than you were when your older kids were born. Like you don't even realize you're doing it and they probably do it. Cause my brother and sister spoiled me even worse than my parents did. I feel like I got away with murder because of them. Right. Yeah. We know we're doing it. We just don't care. You know, she's the baby. So, <laughs> which is okay too. Right. Why yeah. do you have to care about that? Like, Hey, you, right. you know, the one thing too, and, and I, I talk about this with my kids a lot is just, you know, understand that these things are happening to you and understand why, you know what I mean? Like this is not the normal life for everyone type thing. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> we have pointed that out. <laughs> yeah, that the no one told me that. So tell them, tell her that for sure. Right. Yeah. The force in her is strong. <laughs> <laughs> she just wins you over. Like that's what they do. Yeah. That's what we do. Like literally when you're the baby, you just kind of smile and you're good to go. Like, yeah. That's what she does. She's good at it. <laughs> uh, but but those types of things like you know travel and just what you can do in your life you know that all kind of adds up to everything you can do off the job to make your life better right and i like seeing on social media like even on your page like seeing different people with mustaches like but where are they and reading the little blurb there about them i just i just talked about this last week like you have to read the blurb on social media it's not just a picture even though we're all drawn in by the picture right yeah i'm all i love guys stories that's like uh you know i, I wasn't even aware of your podcast and I'm glad that you popped up because I started listening to a couple over the week at work and this conversation with people is just that's an awesome format you know and I I love hearing guys stories and kind of what they do like at, at work all the time you know I'll ask people like what do you do on your days off you know like what is what is Jim's first day off of work look like just because I'm curious to see what other people are doing and so, so what does your first day of work, <laughs> off of work look like? How about that? I, just, I could throw it right back at you there, Jim, whoever Jim That's is. That's different sometimes. It's usually a lot of, a lot of just sitting around. <laughs> you know, I come home with, we have uh, either 72 or 96 hours off. So sometimes that could be a detriment because I'm thinking like, I have so much time off. So now I can just kind of relax for a little bit. And then it ends, sometimes goes a little bit too long because- <laughs> You think you have all this time and then you, then you throw you it all away. You look down and it's four o'clock and you didn't do anything right. all day, but watching that. Yeah. But I mean, I found that, uh, you know, if you save things for the last minute, it only takes a minute. So it seems to work. <laughs> that could be the best piece of advice ever for anyone. Just <laughs> the last minute and you'll get it done. Right. It's funny how you look at your days too. Like, so today is my first day off and I tend to not like, doing podcasts on my first day off, but sometimes I have to do that just because of the way everything is going to flow. And it's the fear of, I could have been up all night last night. I could have been out. I could have been doing everything. And how am I going to be today? Um, by this point, if I was up all night, I would be running on pure adrenaline and caffeine and right. best to survive right now. Um, yeah. luckily that didn't happen. But then you kind of have your next day because we so I always have 72 off um, where like my next day is my day to usually get stuff done for sure. Right. Like the next two. Yeah, I'm definitely more motivated on the on the second day. It, it was hard too, and my time on the car, especially when I first got promoted to captain and started working on the car and it was like a whole new world. Um, my wife literally after maybe like the fourth or fifth shift was like, you need to take a nap again. She's like, come home after those shifts. Cause I wasn't sleeping. Like I, it was a ball of nerves and, and I still yeah. am on the car, but I'm much more comfortable now. Cause I've done it so many times. 
Right. What's, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that term on the car. Oh, so, uh, so you act up as a deputy chief. So we call it the deputy oh, okay. chief's car. So it's just, you're on. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot more on your shoulders. <laughs> oh my God. Sure. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> it's funny because like, it, it, it's just a different color shirt, but it's so much more than that. Like, right? there's yeah, just, it is. you know, everybody always thinks it's, it's so easy because you watch it. You watch someone that's been doing it for a lot of years and then when you get into there it's it's not quite as easy as it appears yeah and and you wonder i'm like how did those guys do it like and i was really fortunate in just the way my career has kind of happened to spend most of the time in the house where the deputy was um to know the deputies really well and and kind of be mentored by them um both being a firefighter a lieutenant and then a kind of a captain let's say um but <laughs> Um, I got to see that all happen. And I asked these guys that I've worked for, I'm like, how did you do this job so long? And they're like, right. hairs, look at my hairs. <laughs> yeah. 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 I definitely had less gray before I moved up into the captain position. That's, that's for sure. And it's something to think about too. Like if you really want to do this or not, you know, do you, do you, or do you really want this part in your career? You know, at the part you're in, in your career, do you want to do it? Right. Yeah, a lot of people just, you know, they they move up, they move up fast because they just like, All right, I see the the upward mobility and I'm just going to keep going until I can't anymore. You know, and some like me, I I took my time and I, I waited till I felt like I was actually ready because, you know, I didn't want to promote to my level of incompetence and end up being out of a job because I didn't know what I was doing. That's definitely something you don't want to happen ever. Right. You know, it's crazy because so one of my best friends on the job is now a deputy. And I had never really thought of it this way until he made deputy. And he's like, yeah, dude, that job we had over on this street, he's like, that's the last fire I'll ever go into because our deputies don't go into fires. You know, they run the scene. Um, there's yeah. like one on every shift. Occasionally, if we have a big fire, one will come in and assist, but they're never putting their turnout gear on and going into fires. Right. Um, you don't really think about that until you get to this point where you're like, oh, you know, right. when I go get ready to go for my next step, you know, you never know which fire is going to really be the last one you ever go into. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And it's a way to think, you don't think about it that way ever until you're here. At least that's the way I feel. Right. So for you, you're mostly admin or both sides of it? No, both, both sides. I still ride a truck and, uh, you know, so a lot of admin and I'm still on operations. So at least, at least you get to that end of the job. You just get more responsibility in that end of the job. Right. Right. Yeah. I have to deal with all the, the, the harder part, the working with people. And then the, the guy above me just gets to do the fun, you know, running the calls type work. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, it's never a, never a fun one when that one's going on. So what else though, aside from running the social media page and, and, you know, being a dad, what else do you got going on when you're not at work running calls? Uh, you know, I'm a, like a hobby guy. So in, in my interests changed all the time, you know, and I always say I'm not like an expert in anything. I just dabble in a little bit of everything. So, you know, my days off or like my recent, uh, just last week I got into decluttering my house. That's been my latest project. <laughs> I don't know if that's a hobby or just an ongoing. That's not a hobby. That's just, that's my next go-to, you know, I like working on cars. I like building things. Um, uh, you know, I bought a, a welder last year. I haven't had as much time to play with it, but 
always just like learning new things and and self-improvement and that's pretty much what i do how that stuff creates like an escape though right because you have this like high level you have to be on job the time you're there and then you have to find something that occupies your brain sort of in the same way but not right yeah that's that's probably part of it like i i like to stay busy so that's a big part of the people that do the types of jobs we do where we just want to be busy like right like, I don't need to be busy, like, 100% of the time. Go, go, go. I never take my turnout pants off, and I'm just always right. busy. I do like to relax a bit here and there. But I like to keep myself as occupied as I can. Right. Yeah, you know, another story that kind of piqued my interest in the fire department when I was in high school was passing by the fire station, and I looked through a window, and I seen a guy playing a violin out in the stalls. And I just thought, like, how cool is that? You know, you're, you're at work, but you're still able to like learn a skill or get better at it. You know, yeah. so I, that's, I've never heard of anyone playing a violin in the firehouse. We've had a couple of pipers roll through that, you know, yeah, right? practicing while we were at work a violin and guitar players, but a violin. yeah, we've got guitar players. I've seen a keyboard, but maybe it was the fiddle. I don't know, but he was, he was <laughs> not a good old time. It's still one of those cool things too, because it's something that when you're in a place for so long, you know, because some folks work 48s and 96 hour shifts, whatever the crazy time you could be in that place, that's your house. You do need that ability to escape a little bit. You know, you're right. still on and you're still ready to go, but that little bit of, for that person playing the violin could have just been their escape from whatever it was they might've just seen. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a good point too. And I think a lot of folks like with with the, the mental health initiatives that we have now, you know, they're doing a great job forwarding, you know, you need to talk about this. You need to not keep it inside. You need to seek help and get help, but they're not really saying, well, what about all these other things you should be doing or could be doing in your life that are important? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good uh, message right there. Because all too often, we don't think about it. Right. We don't think about like that guy, your guys playing the guitar. They just think, ah, I just play the guitar. They don't see it as their escape from that, that reality, I guess. Right. Keeps their mind from, from wandering and going nuts. Yeah. And just takes those things that we see that are negative and, you know, you turn them into a positive, you know, I know with music, I wish, I wish I had any talent in music. I have zero. My kids have unreal talent in music. Don't ask me where they came. They got it from. But to have that, to be able to create like that, it's just unreal. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people that are, that are awesome. Like, you know, once again, I, I dabbled with guitar. I got fairly good at it. And then I kind of moved on to something else and I probably wouldn't be able to play any notes again. If I picked it up, I'd have to start all over again, but there's some people that are just super good, you know, the natural talent and yeah, and then they decide, oh, I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a paramedic. But you still have that natural talent to to run through with it, you know? Absolutely. I, I was definitely never like a tinkerer. Like my dad was a mechanic on the on the side or he was a mechanic before he was a firefighter and he continued to be a mechanic through his career. And people are like, what do you mean you don't like cars? Like your dad, all he did was work on cars his whole life. And I'm like, yeah, it didn't stick with me. Right? <laughs> I drive the car and then I park it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I work on our cars and, it, you know, just cause I'm too cheap to pay someone else to do it. So <laughs> I, I kind of learn as I go and, and my wife's complaining, we've got a 
her uh, old car right now. I, I didn't trade it in. We decided to sell it on the side, but I got some work to do on it. And she's been nagging me because how long is that going to take? Just sell it. You know, and I'm fighting back like, well, we're going to lose a lot of money if we don't fix it. I can fix this. I swear. I saw it. on. Yeah. I could totally do university. it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another phenomenal way to learn things. Even with mustaches. Like I've watched so many YouTube videos, like you said, about the grooming where I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, son of a, like I can, so it, I, I like to wear a bow tie and I like to consider myself dapper sometimes when I get yeah, yeah. things and I watch the same dude. I don't even, can't even tell you his name, but for like 15 years now, I watch the same guy, African-American gentleman wears a blue shirt, ties a red tie. Every time I tie a bow tie. Yeah. Like I'm a rope rescue technician, but I watch the YouTube video every time I was in Italy watching this guy on my phone just because that's what I do when I tie a bow tie now, even though I know how to do it, I watch him. Well, that's cool. Sure you I'm, get, I'm getting them views like left and right. I don't even know if he still exists as a, as a, I know his video is still on YouTube, but I haven't looked to yeah. see it because he's still putting out content. Um, but <laughs> it's so funny how many things you can learn from there. Oh yeah. I, I took apart my, my truck engine last summer, the whole top end and rebuilt it all just from watching YouTube videos. Sorry, my dog's going a little crazy. Give me a second. Uh, no worries. She's not a fan of the Amazon folks that deliver packages to my house. Oh, yeah. She's been really good this whole podcast too. I just can't win. Like, <laughs> and, but it, but that's life, right? And and that's what happens in my life sometimes if I don't put the dog in the basement because I feel like a bad dog owner by doing that, you know? <laughs> I heard you talk about that on another <laughs> podcast. It's it's a common occurrence that goes on here. Right. My oh so professional studio that is my front office. Right. <laughs> Which again, it makes it work, you know. And that's it. even podcasting. There's I'm watching videos about how to make a podcast better, how to use this crazy soundboard. The guys from National Fire Radio got me to do this. And I'm like I DJed when I was in high school with turntables, but this is not <laughs> the mixer that I used to use. Right. What's that that saying I hear a lot is done is better than perfect. And the more you do it, you know, the better you get and things improve over time. And <laughs> well, so I've never heard that saying before. And I like yeah, it done is better than perfect, but yeah. I'm not improving in my podcasting. <laughs> as much <laughs> as I'm trying to improve in my podcasting, I feel like I'm not. I bet you are. That's I bet if you go back to the very first one, you're, you'll notice a lot of improvements over time. Probably. I'm so against watching myself that like, maybe I'll have to do that and just see what, what the some of the earlier ones look like. Right. Or like I should say, yeah. we've all gotten better for sure. Like the whole group of us. And now Mickey Farrell is out. He's going to be putting out some, some uh, tactics and tips. Um, and we're all kind of growing this conglomerate, whatever you want to call it of shows that we all have our own end of it. And you know, mine is this, it's the conversation about what you do off, off the job. So watching a lot of YouTube definitely happens. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> but who can say they don't anymore? You know, like even my little guy is very into YouTube and some things he watches on YouTube are very inappropriate, I feel like, for his 11-year-old self and other things. I'm like, where did you learn that, dude? Right. Yeah, so true. You just, you know, and, and it's hard. It's so easy to give them the, the iPad and let them just go off and watch YouTube. And But, you know, you got to, you got to kind of, have a little control over it so it doesn't get out of hand. 
but it's definitely, you know, it can be a good thing. It can be a tool as long as it, like just with anything yeah. with, with excess, you know, it becomes a problem. But if you within limits, you know, if it's not one in the morning and you're watching, you know, big wave videos for 30 minutes, you know, I don't know how I got onto those, but it happens. <laughs> I've been down that rabbit hole for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Watch lots of big wave videos on there. Yeah, shoot. Last week in California, they had like a king tide and something else. And there was uh campers on the beach getting they were in the middle oh, of the ocean. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, so that sent me down a rabbit hole. <laughs> we've had so you might have called Jersey. So we've had like three winter storms this year that are throwing like 10 and 14 foot waves out of the Jersey Shore, which does not happen like ever type thing. Yeah. Um, and then we have some folks trying to surf them and not exactly ready for that type of uh, surf. So that's been, right. they're out there. They're on YouTube. You can watch them. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll be down that rabbit hole today. <laughs> Jersey, Jersey Shore uh, waves will definitely come. Yeah. But it's one of those things. You can learn so much from it. Why not? You know what I mean? And, and pick and choose what you want to learn. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Cause like I said, I, you know, I try to learn every day and I'm always off, you know, learning something different. And that's YouTube's like the, the perfect Avenue for that. Well, you also have like a killer gamer chair that you're sitting in right now. So you got to definitely spend some time there. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm not a gamer either. I just thought the chair looked cool. You know, <laughs> I, I bought it with some uh, fantasy football winnings a few years ago. Nice. That, that's a good that's happen often. So <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, did you have a bad season this year. Oh, terrible season. Like it started off strong and it ended strong, but in the middle, something went way wrong. <laughs> went south there. It just, it just didn't work for you. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, you know, I used to do fantasy football and then uh, it might've even been, uh, honestly, it might've even been five, 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 like starting five, helping start five, 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 that my wife was like, if you're going to do this, you can't do fantasy football because you're way uh, too involved in that. And then you're way too involved in this. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. I'll give up the fantasy football, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Because you can go too far down that way of having too many hobbies or being way too right. invested in something that you're taking away from, you know, what really matters, your family. Right. Yeah. And that's usually, I'll get some pushback from my wife, especially like the working on cars. You know, she sees me out in the garage every day off. She's like, you're already at work so many days and you come home and you're out in the garage and so i definitely got to balance that out well especially if you're not fixing her car because that needs to be the priority yeah right yeah i better get off uh netflix today get off netflix get off the podcast and go fix your wife's car see if she listens i win right <laughs> <laughs> i have increased my my get a new follower for life that's it right there but meanwhile my wife is blocking you in every possible form right now right and sending me nasty messages <laughs> she's gonna be like he's gonna grow his mustache back now <laughs> two mustache people in one month on the podcast you can't do that pip you're gonna grow it back <laughs> awesome well, listen, man, this has been a great hour of just chatting and learning more about, you know, the man behind the page that I've been following for so long and, and learning so much stuff from. Um, and as you said, you've been listening. So so you got to know that the size up 10 is coming then, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nice, nice quick 10 questions that never seem to go too quickly. You ready for them? Yeah, let's go. All right, man. Beach or mountains? Mountains. I'd say in Nevada, you get a lot of beach. That's not really beach. So I go with mountains. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like 
Yeah, I'm always in it. Like I said, I'm all over the place. I'm usually a middle of the road guy, so it could really go either way. <laughs> night out <laughs> or night in? Uh, night in. Always. I agree. A good book or a good movie? A book for sure. A cross country road trip. Who's your celebrity co pilot? Oh, shit. I'll have to think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> probably uh probably someone like matthew mcconaughey i think uh he, he has been be picked before and he would be an epic, yeah. epic entertaining road trip guest i really wanted you to say burt reynolds so i don't know i was just thinking magnum pi and mustaches so i guess i didn't go back far enough so <laughs> that's a good one it's your choice though it's totally your choice you can't yeah, tell i might change my answer just i was thinking <laughs> epic mustache and, and magnum pi came into play so Right. <laughs> Which in a, in a totally different note, we're in Iceland and Magnum PI was on the TV in Iceland. And my kids are like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, we're watching this episode, man. Wait till you see what this guy pulls. <laughs> uh, where am I at? Do you make your bed every day? Uh, at work? Yes. At home? No. <laughs> First person to ever give that answer. I'll give, I'll tell right. you for sure. So. <laughs> What's a good book then that you want to recommend to everybody? Uh, this is probably my go-to, my most influential book is uh, Win Friends and Influence People. I read it a long time ago. It really changed kind of how I interact with everybody. It's a good one. I, I don't think I ever finished it. I could be wrong, but I feel like I, I definitely started it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I might have to revisit that one. Which one are you taking, highway or back roads? Highway. I like getting get, there. Got to get there? Yeah a bucket list place to visit uh see i think right now alaska and we're actually going there in july we're taking a cruise up there awesome that is on my bucket list let's do the same thing take the cruise like we just haven't yeah done it, but it's definitely we're, there we're excited about it yeah you get to see so many cool things from and and like the marine life is what everybody like. I shouldn't even say just the nat the the wildlife. I should say not just marine, but if you do like that right. train ride, how many cool different animals you get to see? Right. Yeah, I'm excited to get up there. Awesome. Well, make sure you document that on the mustache page, like the mustache in Alaska. Mustaches of Alaska. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll see if I can find some native mustaches. You, you can. I guarantee you could definitely find some cool native yeah. mustaches up there, man. <laughs> Like there's no doubt in my mind they're rocking some good stuff. Yeah. All right, two more. Football or football? Football, for sure. For sure. You play fantasy football. There's no no doubt. Right. Yeah. All right. The last one. The best advice you could give to your younger self. Uh there's so many things. I think that the latest thing that's really just been aha is is communication. You know, so many problems, like relationship problems and problems at work and problems with coworkers and superiors and, and subordinates is all comes down to communication, just getting better at talking things out and, and not jumping to conclusions. And I think that would be the best thing I could tell myself because I still get stuck in some of those traps. Yeah, it's definitely something we could all do a, a better job at. You know, like, yeah. and, th and that like jump to conclusions, you know, for me is like, you know, you don't have to have the answer three seconds after someone says something, you know, right. that, that right. would be that, that communication end of like, take a deep breath, think about some things and then communicate appropriately. Yeah, absolutely.
I love it, man. Well, listen, this has been a great hour, Brett. Where can everybody find you? I've said it a few times here, but on, on the Instagram, where do they follow you at? Yeah, so Original Mustache Club on Instagram, uh, same name on Facebook. You know, most of my content's on Instagram and uh, I've got a TikTok page. I don't do a whole lot on there, but maybe one day I'll, I'll do a little bit more. You and me both, buddy. I got, I got a TikTok page too. I don't do much on it at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Again, though, a lot of that that is that video based, and I still like the picture, man. I like the picture with the blurb. I don't know. I'm just a, a traditionalist, I guess. Yeah, I do too. You know, a lot of the a lot of the uh, I've seen a lot of things about reels and videos and how Instagram's pushing those out, but yeah, I still prefer pictures. I you know I like posting mustache pictures and looking at mustache pictures and so. <laughs> I'm still old school, I guess. All about that mustache porn. You could say it. Sorry, man. Oh, yeah. Whatever. It's all over my phone. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> this, has been, this has been a great time, man. I'm, I'm happy to finally get to, to sit down with you. And I want to thank you again for coming on. I want to uh, thank everybody for listening. As always, thank all of our sponsors. Uh, make sure you're tuning in to... You know, we got a whole bunch of shows out on the National Fire Radio platform now with Mickey and Rob re releasing their own shows recently. And Jeremy's still pumping out that content all the other days of the week when when we might miss or don't fill in. Um, it's really an honor to be a part of like something that's just growing and growing and growing with National Fire Radio. Um, we got some cool plans for 2024. I know we're still, uh, whenever this episode comes out, we'll still be kind of new year-y, kind of new year, new you. It's probably around the time where everybody's given up going to the gym and all the things that they do <laughs> at the beginning of the month or so. But uh, this has been Pip for the Size Up by National Fire Radio, because what you do off the job matters. <laughs>